everybody. Welcome to Multi Multi, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is EJ Swanson. I'm joined with three of my greatest friends alongside a special guest today. And first off, we have with us Mrs. Kim Schuler. Hello, everyone. Mr. Joe Crabb. Hey there. Mr. Trevor Callis without a mic, but a beautiful smile. Awesome. And then one of our growing favorite people right now within the multi-site um, student ministry space, a very unique um, opportunity today. Um, I would love for you guys in a moment here to meet Mr. Micah Marshall. And um, Kim, before uh, we even uh, dive too deep, uh, I just want to say on behalf of me, Kim and Joe, Micah, we think the world of you. Welcome to the Multi Multi Podcast, man. Yeah, we had the chance of meeting Micah at Multi Summit uh, in March when we were out there and him and uh, one of his teammates were there and we got the chance to talk with him about the unique ministry that he has in Pennsylvania. And so we're excited to just hear more about it, Micah, today and uh, just learn from you and come alongside you and pray for you um, as we talk about what it looks like in your context to do student ministry multi-site, but in your very unique context and how you are a network um, and partnering with churches and the community. Yeah. So, Micah, why don't you do that? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to, uh, to to our listeners here. Tell us a little little bit about yourself personally before we dive into uh, kind of professionally and pastorally. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for allowing me to be on this podcast with you guys. It was uh, it was so awesome to be able to meet you back at the uh, Multi Summit, and Ryan and I had such a great time being with some amazing people from uh, just across the nation that are doing great things with multi site ministry. And so uh, it was just awesome to be able to connect with you guys. I know uh, EJ, we got to talk a lot, and Kim, we sat next to each other and got to talk a lot as well. That's um, right. You know throughout the conference. And so it was just, it was awesome. But uh, Refuge Youth Network is uh, is our network here in central Pennsylvania, beautiful central PA, and uh, we love it here. We've been uh, involved in student ministry for 10 years, eight of them here in PA. And um, I'm originally from Pittsburgh. So I, uh, I'm from a gr- the great city of Pittsburgh. And my wife is originally from down south. And so uh, we landed here years ago on just this mission to see students come to know who Jesus is. And it has been a wild ride since then. Um, I know that all of us could talk about student ministry is one of the best adventures that anyone could ever take. No, I agree. And so uh, that's so exciting to hear. I love already hearing your faithfulness. And we we heard it more at Multi-Summit. And I think we've seen it as we followed you guys on, on social media. So talk to us about that unique setting of how you, I mean, run multi-site student ministry, but in a completely different context and way. I mean, I was just absolutely just enthralled when uh, when you guys shared uh, about how you guys are doing ministry in there. So I feel the sh- same way. Yeah. Hit, hit us with those details here. Yeah, man. It's, it's always crazy when you go places and you're talking to people and they ask, what do you do? And it's always a loaded question because it's like, well, there, there's so much that is involved with Refuge Youth Network and kind of how we operate and what we do. And uh, and really, it was just this new way of thinking. So a lot of people, they ask, like, what does it mean that you like work with six different multiple churches, but you're on staff at three churches? And like, how do you get all these churches to work together? And, you know, the answer for us came, um, you know, that God led us through is called youth networking. And it's a principle that has developed over the past eight years um, here in our uh, in what we're doing here in Central Pennsylvania. 
Pennsylvania. And uh, basically, I was on staff at a church uh, in March 2011. I moved to the area. Uh, got on staff at a church. Three years later, um, I uh, a, another youth pastor at a local church resigned at a, a church in our area, and uh, they had asked me to come on staff as their youth pastor as well, without even leaving this church. Um, and so then I was on at two churches, and then in two. 2016, uh, a third church was added in, and we started youth pastoring three churches, and uh, we served those teens. Um, and there are three different nights a week at three different locations that are about 10 miles apart from each other. Um, all three youth groups are under the, the youth network umbrella, and uh, it consists of now uh, the three main churches, then three partner churches, then organizations, businesses, and individuals who work together just to maximize their impact uh, in the community by focusing on helping uh, kids in the church and kids in the community. And so it's the cooperation of all those groups together that create this amazing youth culture in our area that's based on the love of Jesus and based on networking and meeting kids uh, kind of where they're at. And this journey began with a challenge, really, to um, look beyond ministering to a youth group at a specific church and looking to minister to a region of teenagers that live in an area. And for me, it was a new way of thinking um, and a new way that we could possibly serve the local church, but also reach the community in doing so. Okay, now, Micah, before we get too far in, because I think people, um, one, are going to go, wait, 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 wait what are you doing? Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. So many questions about logistics be, yeah, and because, budget and Because of that, before I even forget, if they want to, as they're listening to this podcast, hopefully not driving or mowing the lawn or um, rocking their child to sleep, um, if they want to look up your website, where do they look right now? How do they find you digitally? If they go to www.refugeyouthnetwork.org, they can look us up, and we have um, a, a, all of our information and material on there. And uh, also through there, we have a digital booklet that we have that is uh, that we can give them that explains everything in detail. It's our Refuge Youth Network Handbook. It's a free digital download. And then we just released this, and you guys are actually the first people to hear about this on podcasts. Um, we just released a free month of refuge for anyone one that is in youth ministry or serving. It has uh, lessons, it has leadership things, it has games, um, and it has some principles that if we were to run a month of refuge in Michigan or Alaska or Hawaii or wherever, um, this would be a way to start it. And that's a gift that we're giving to churches and organizations just to say, hey, thank you for uh, believing in what we do. And then uh, we're on Instagram and uh, we are on Facebook, Refuge Youth Network as well. That's awesome. What an incredible, incredible incredible resource and it, it's it's kind of a just a different way of doing multi-site ministry yeah uh, i love the unification of it uh the humility in it just even they, the impact in a local setting yeah and it's innovative because it takes things that could that could oftentimes be tension for a church oh, yeah. when launching a student ministry or trying to have a student ministry in regard to staffing and budget and resources and it's really like hey you know in humility we realize that we can do more together uh, and for them to not fly under one banner of whatever the church name is uh, but realizing like hey there's a better and different way to do this I, I think this is this is really sweet to hear I mean I have a bunch of questions 
questions. I know EJ does. Uh, I don't know how to lead next because I don't want to overstep your uh, your host boundaries. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think one of the biggest things, Micah, that um, you know we were impressed with was the innovation. But then with that, I, I think it's going to take people some time to grasp the concept of you um, leading a network of different leaders as well as um, people and students from different churches um, in similar things each week. It has some multi-site feel, but within that, tell us as as you've navigated um, this water and what you're going through, what do you really see working within this? What are the huge wins that you have right now? Well, I think the the huge wins for us is that the biggest thing that we've seen this do locally for us is bring in such a sense of unity within our community. Um, you know, and I think that's been the biggest thing is that, you know, we, we all strive and have this desire to have, to see unity uh, within community. But in order for us to understand that, we have to, number one, know that true community lacks biases of any type. Um, so there's no biases that we could have. And that's even within the church culture is thinking that my church is better than your church um, or that my youth group is cooler than your youth group or whatever it might be. And so for us, we've been able to develop a culture of unity um, in community. And it's been absolutely amazing to see that. And that's one of the greatest strengths that I would say within within just locally of where we're at and what we're trying to portray is that we believe that under the umbrella of, you know, Jesus and under the umbrella of, of you know, ministry and love, that we can really work together more so. And uh, and in that, you know, there there's a theme of love that is always around, um, you know, especially when it comes to breaking down prejudice or bias or even racism or sexism or, or, or hatred or anything like that. But, you know, putting it into practice year after year, day after day, um, and, and teaching kids how to do that, we see them and we see them grow out of mindsets into new things. Mm. And uh, a lot of a lot of the youth ministry that we do, man, it's it's undoing what has been done for years. Mm. And uh, for years, this has been a very oppressed area, a very negative area. And now we're seeing a positive attitude. We're seeing light brought up, and we're seeing some amazing things happen. Where these kids themselves are coming up with ideas of how to bless the community. And it's just wild because they're not thinking for themselves. They're thinking for the sake of the community. And it's so awesome to see that. And that it's, it's incredible to, to hear. And as I'm sure others are listening to it and thinking through uh, just what they heard earlier as you kind of broke out the, you know, the, the how it functions and how it's set up. Uh, as we shared, you know, we met you and your counterpart. Ryan. Ryan. Is it just the two of you? primarily like that are running refuge youth network so as of um as of since we've even seen you guys it has been crazy um so uh you know it was me for several years and ryan came on board two years ago and then recently uh we had uh tabby melhorn she came on board and she is kind of taking over the marketing and since then we were able to get three interns um and another guy that a a local organization pays this guy named Matt to now lead our student-led programming. So we actually have an employee on staff with us that is paid by someone else to come work for us oh, wow. to run community outreach program for students. 
That's and incredible. so we have grown to uh, now there's about there's seven of us. The interns are going to be with us through the summer. And if they desire to stick with us after, uh, we could definitely uh, use them. And we are so blessed by them. Um, but but primarily, there's four of us right now that are that are doing this and working hard to uh to, to raise more money to bring more people on so that we're able to do a whole lot, lot more than what we're doing right now. Wow. That's incredible to see just how your staff has grown since we've seen you the last time. Mike, I wish yeah. you could see our faces right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, it's crazy. It is, it is, it just, I told someone the other day, I, I like where we are, but I'm more in love with, with where we're going. And That's such a good it, vision for a leader. Such a good and it's, vision. Um, it's beautiful. Well, and it's it's just been wild because you have these dreams of what God gives you. And then like weeks later, you're walking in those dreams. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> um, and, and then God like loads you up with a ton more dreams. So mm-hmm. it's just been one of those things that have been absolutely awesome to to see and that we've been blessed by having so many people believing in us and even jumping on board with us to catch the vision of refuge. Absolutely. Now, as you've talked about the structure and how the philosophy of ministry and what you do, you know, as listeners, as um, fellow partners, brothers and sisters in Christ um, at different churches churches in community, why should we be considering uh, to be thinking the way you're thinking about student ministry? Well, I, here's, here's the biggest thing. Um, and this is such a great, great question, Kim, is when we talk about, when we talk about like unity or we talk about community, you know, we, we have this definition of what, of what we know, because to us, community represents togetherness. It represents joining together for a greater cause. And, and, and that, and that's so true. But what we have to remember before we ever, like, we ever think about community or think about unity in this type of way, this has always been the way God works. God works through unity and God works through community. It was always a God thing before it was an us thing. And, and we have Amen. to always remember that. And so for the other people that are out there, being unified in your community is a godly biblical thing. It's something that, you know, that churches should be doing. It's something that Christian organizations should be doing. And and we're not meant to be against each other, but we're meant to work alongside one another um, to help one another and benefit one another. And and we can read that all throughout Scripture where you see that God has heart has a heart for a city. Um, you know, there, there was a heart for Sodom and Gomorrah, for Nineveh. Uh, Jesus cried over the broken city of Jerusalem. So there's all these things in Scripture where we see that represents God's love for a city. And so we need to just, we need to be so in love with the idea of working together because that's what Jesus wanted. That was what God desires. It should be important to us as Christians to bring about change that transform um, our neighborhoods, our workplaces, and our friends and our families by, by doing it together. And so that, that's really a big passion of mine. And I think that other churches could grasp that concept through refuge and could kind of see that and understand that, that, you know, God wants us as Christians to love people so much that we are willing to set aside our personal, personal preferences on certain things in order to reach and to see people saved and in order to change things that need to be changed. I, dude. You're leaving us came, speechless. Okay, so, I just came down to the altar. Yeah. yeah. So here, no, dude, that is that's a beautiful vision and a powerful one and a true one. Mm-hmm. And I love that you it's 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 grounded, it's rooted, and it's rooted deep in faith and biblical truth. And so amen. I amen. the next question I was gonna ask, I don't even want to ask, so I'm gonna go into a different one first. <laughs> uh, because 
you know, on these spotlight episodes, we always get an introduction. We ask, you know, what's working and what's not working. Um, and I'm just not ready to ask what's not working yet because I'm still enthralled by um, the working. What, what, as you're doing right now, Micah, and I know one of the things that, and, and I even loved, as you mentioned it in your intro, like it's you, Ryan, and your team, and you're so high on that. Um, what have been some of the things, not challenges, but um, overall wins, and I know you just went into some of those, but overall wins specific with students outside of the community we heard the wins of. Talk to me about what the wins in the church or with the senior pastor on the multi-site level, or even if, you know, from a campus pastor perspective, oh, yeah. what some of those wins have been. Well, think about it this way. We are able to have just within our, our board and our leadership, we are able to have three pastors of three different churches to all be on the same page to believe in this. That's a win. Yeah. That's a huge win to be able to have those three pastors say, yes, Let's work together. Let's do this. And then for them to be able to give us the, the go ahead and the green light to work with three other churches and putting us at six churches to, to believe that, you know, that we're, you know, that we're not leaving, that we're not like, you know, trying to do anything weird or funny or whatever. So for us, the, 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 the basis of this, the greatest win that we see is that number one, these pastors have come alongside one another, believing in this. And so for me, that within the church realm, that has been that has been amazing. I mean, my dad was a pastor and I grew up in, in ministry. It's all I've ever known. And it's very rare that you would see senior pastors that were so willing to work together, yeah. not worrying whether or not that their youth group was the biggest one, um, you know, and, and to be able to see that. And so we have that within just the leadership of the church in the communities is that all of these pastors are working together and, and they believe it. And I, if I can be honest with you guys, if they did not believe in this and if they did not lay aside their egos and if they were not humble, this would never exist. Amen. That's true. It's very true. Michael, within that, have you seen them because of this partnership partner in anything outside of student ministry? There's um, been other, th yeah, there has been, there has been other events that they have done. They have done pulpit swapping. They have done a leader swapping. They have, uh, they, they promote each other's events. They, they promote each other's baptisms. They promote each other's, uh, fundraisers and they have really worked together. Um, and it's been cool to be able to see that through this network. They, they have, um, gone in on a local project here to, um, to, to develop a program called the right place for kids where the church, these churches now are giving in so that they can reach children now on a different level. And so it's been absolutely uh, just incredible to see what God has done on that, on that level of leadership. Um, and just to see the ideas that they're bringing to the tables now and thinking differently. Um, this is just, a, a, this is just something that makes us think different about how we've always done things. And, uh, and that's, it's always good to be challenged by that. And then what's been really cool is to be able to see the impact it's had in the students in our ministry. Um, where we've seen students graduate and go to Bible college and now are wanting coming back to intern. And, and they're, they're coming to me telling me they're coming for my job. And I'm, I'm like, please, <laughs> yeah, do it, it. Baby, take it. Like, come that's for this great. job. You can, you can have it. But, you know, but that's the greatest compliment that a youth pastor can have. Is that is that there are kids that want to come and be a part of what they were in, and so we we have had that, and and that has been absolutely incredible. And one of the big wins we had this year is we were able to start a fellowship of Christian athletes group in our local school, 
And guys, for I, you know, for for about seven years, I tried to get in our school some way, somehow, and they never let us. But because they started to see the work in the community that has been done and the way that um, we've been able to unify organizations and businesses and churches, they gave us the green light. And then this morning was my last FCA uh, meeting of this this school year, and they're already talking about next year. So it's been so cool to be able to see that, that because churches work together, people notice it. That's awesome. You know, I think think one of the questions, and this is going to kind of segue down the line to what's not working. But Micah, do you, um, because I think people are going to be asking this, do you think that this is replicatable in other, uh, in other communities? I know that you've said, you know, hey, we have the guide, you can, you know, you can do this, that type of thing. But um, outside of you leading it, do you think that somebody else can pick up the baton and, and lead this thing like you are? Uh, um, absolutely. I think that this, this model was not something that was given to me for, for me. This model was something that was given to me to, for the church, for the community, for everyone. Um, you know, has, we've talked about certain aspects of how, you know, how would this look if we franchised Refuge Youth Network and planned campuses across the United States and, and did all that? And that would be great. That would be absolutely wonderful. But what also would be wonderful if, if small churches in an area of like Chicago or New York City, where they have a lot of churches in the area, but none of them can afford a full-time youth pastor, right. this would be a great model to be able to do so. Um, because you have multiple churches that can just give to an organization. The organization pays the leader, and the leader is able to run this multi-site youth ministry within an area. And so this is a model, and that's really what it is. And I, I have never said that um, that this is uh, this is it. This is the, this is the it factor that I found. You know that I found the you know the gold in it, and this is the, what everyone should be doing. This is just another option of what people can be doing. And, uh, and it's a concept that was really directed by God and one that I in no way initiated, but God just led us down this. And so I think as, as it develops, um, I know that there are people out there that could probably do this a whole lot better than I can. Um, and I'm sure that there are people out there that are more experts in these areas than, than I am. And so, yes, I absolutely 100% believe that this could be duplicated by people that have the drive, that are not, you know, that are not lazy, and that love a generation of students. Wow. That's awesome, man. Tell us um, a little bit about some of the struggles or what's not working um, with how you're doing this. Um, obviously, the biggest struggle, which this is a no-brainer for any nonprofit, finan- finances. Um, you know, because we we have to raise our own operating budget. Um, the churches do cover the salary for Ryan and I, but then we have the operational budget that we have to raise in order to do everything that we do. And so obviously that's you're always competing with other nonprofits and things of that nature that are going back and forth. And that and that is always a hard thing. Um, another another big hurdle is getting um, is getting more churches involved in this with them believing and them knowing that we are not coming to try to steal their kids or try yeah. to hurt their ministry. Mm. Um, uh, we, we say this all the time that we are not. I don't need to come in and, and duplicate your program. That's not what I'm about. I want to help multiply your program. Yeah, so how can great. we come in? How can we come in and help multiply what you're doing and not duplicate it? Because you don't need five great youth groups that run at the same time on the same night doing the same thing. 
that like, you, you know, it's, you, you can have one solid programming. And if there's programming that we know of, we push our kids to go there. But, but the whole thing is, is, is the, one of the biggest things that we fight against is the, what do you want from us? What are you trying to get? You know, and, and people thinking that we have um, an ulterior motive when our motive more is just to say, Hey, how can we be a blessing? Um, we refuge youth network is based around a culture of honor. And we really believe that powerfully that that's something that we need to do and do well. And so it's not always about what we can do, um, what we're trying to do, but it's more about what we can do for people, um, and what we're doing. And so those are, those are some of the biggest things. And then, you know, and then obviously you're always, when, when you have multi-site stuff, you have a blending of kids, of families, of, of kids that are unchurched and at our church, and you have the whole gamut of, of learning how to, um, you know, to to meet the needs spiritually, but also financially, physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, of all different types of level of kids. When you have such a mixed a mixed group within a community, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I and also it's think it's and a I huge think, challenge too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, and yeah. I think it's one that everybody who's listening to can relate on on some level. Uh, in a multi-site context, because you are going across such a large area, uh, then how do you um, how do you care for those kids who are coming from all sorts of different backgrounds and so on and so forth? And yeah, and I think they even see some of that with um, you know somebody who might run like in a traditional multi-site context. Is that you know, yeah. I think here at Woodside we we are one of 14 campuses and we're in all sorts of areas. And so when we are planning those multi-site uh, events or even a week-to-week programming uh, and talking about what's an alignment sort of thing is just realizing that different kids are going to show up in different contexts. And so, you know, Michael, uh, with that, we don't have a, a huge following. We're super blessed, um, you know, at, on the podcast. We have a bunch of people that that listen in. I don't know if you already have one, but would you, I'm just going to speak on behalf of our team here at Multi Multi, would you make an Amazon wish list um, or, you know, have one of the awesome people on your team do that with some of the stuff that maybe programming you guys need. And then um, all of you people out there that are at these massive multi-site churches, I'm just calling you out right now. Um, Again, some of the other episodes I've asked you to share our podcast, but would you just share a small snippet of your budget? Purchase a couple of things for Micah and Refuge and send it their way. Joe, I'm committing you right now to doing that in your budget. Um, So thanks for doing that. that. Like as you say that i think there might be some things on that wish list that i have yeah no that's so true that i'm just not even i'm not using or i don't need or again i'm just i can part ways with but legit mike i think that would be an awesome way for our podcast and i don't know maybe listeners will show up and do that maybe they won't we this is but doesn't hurt to ask I, i just think it would be a great way for some of us other student ministries across the country with multi sites to um you know to dive into that especially if that's one of the biggest things that you struggle with because you're not working um with that budget and i've had to fundraise for things before i think all of us have and it's never easy asking for money it's always easier when it's not for you but um yeah you know, dude, I would love to see that and just see how we could potentially be a blessing um, to you. And um, if you would take the time, we'll get that in the show notes and get it out to people and all of us will share it on our sites and stuff like that. Absolutely. With that. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely appreciate that for, you know, and I, I say that sincerely because we, you know, it, it's a challenge and, um, you know, our faith is bigger. Our faith is bigger than our finances. So, Amen. Um, yeah. Amen. And what, 
and what we're trying to do and what we believe in. But I do, I do appreciate you guys uh, doing that for us and, and being able to bless us in that way. For sure. You know, I think, um, Michael, we, just so all you listeners know, at times we, you know, we have a text thread that we're all going back and forth in and saying different things. And we just are so blown away at um, how God is using you and your team. And because of that, like we, um, we just count you in high regard. And I think that um, this is a model that I certainly see can be working as well as I think people um, should potentially think about um, in their their area how they can be partnering with other churches and things like that. And you break down a lot of barriers that for a lot of us in multi-site we need to think about. Um, we've also been in that thread saying, we got to share this directly with this person and this person and this person and this person. And um, I think all of us you know, would benefit uh, with some time with Micah and uh, some of the wisdom that he's gaining right now. So I'd encourage you guys to do that. I think Joe, Kim, this is going to be one of those episodes that's going to explode because of um, who Micah is and how he's just sitting back and I'm um, saying, God, will you use us in a mighty way? And I'm, I'm so excited about that. It has seriously been a huge honor for us to have you on here. And um, we just want to say say thanks um, from from each of us for that. We love learning from you. And I think all of us can say that um, we look forward to doing that in the future. We do. Thank yeah. you, Micah. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, again, everybody, um, you can find uh, Micah at a whole bunch of um, different things. Micah, will you give us, um, not only for Refuge, but you personally, um, some ways that people can connect with you digitally one more time? Yeah, uh, you can. Our, my email is micah at refugeyouthnetwork.org. And then our website is www.refugeyouthnetwork.org as well. And, uh, and then on social media, we are Refuge Youth Network on both Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you can follow us on that. And, uh, and if you need to get, a, if you want to call us and talk to us, 814 889 one, three. Um, we love being able to talk and pray with people and just learn. Uh, there's so much that we can learn as well. And so guys, thank you so much for allowing me to just uh, be on this and be blessed to share and uh, and to even learn from you guys when we were uh, gone a couple months ago when we were all together. Uh, Ryan and I took so many notes and we just came back so pumped up. Um, I think we got more motivated from this than anything that we have gone to in the last several years. Awesome. And so you guys played a huge part in that. And so we love um, we love this relationship and we look forward to being able to do more life together I, I agree wholeheartedly brother we are we're excited we're encouraged and it was it was uh, a humble time together there and and a humble time here today and uh, we can't thank you enough for your encouragement uh, your love and, and really your faithfulness to the Lord as you look to see students lives changed by uh, by the gospel and so thank you for your time listeners thank you for listening as always like rate subscribe share We'll share that link out for Micah's uh, Amazon wish list and much more. Uh, until next time, we love you, but God loves you more. See ya. Bye. Bye.